Hello and welcome to Quality Time in Quarantine. The purpose of this series is to promote social emotional learning while we navigate through these uncertain times. Hopefully these next episodes will provide you with some tips and tricks to support you socially and emotionally. Who am I? Great question. My name is Ian Combrink Graham and I'm currently a middle school teacher in South Florida. I teach eighth grade English, but I'm super passionate about promoting social emotional growth in my students. Today's episode is going to focus on mental health. Mental health is our emotional, psychological, and social well-being. In simple terms, it is how we think, feel, and act. In the midst of safer-at-home policies, we find ourselves changing our normal routines, which can play a big part on how we think, feel, and act. To help us think, feel, and act in a more positive way, I want to share some things I have been doing to relieve the stress and anxiety that this new world we live in creates. Number one, read a book. Okay, I'm sure you could have predicted an English teacher would recommend reading, but there's real science behind its benefits. According to the University of Sussex, individuals who read for only six minutes had a slower heart rate, less muscle tension, and reduced stress levels. All those are very good things. And if you aren't currently reading, I have some recommendations for you. The first is The Great Gatsby by F. Scott Fitzgerald. It's a classic that takes the reader through the Roaring Twenties in the perspective of some rich elitists. Huge parties, multiple murders, and the ever-growing questions of who is Mr. Gatsby make this a great read. It's also interesting to do a little background research on the Fitzgeralds to see the similarities between the crazy characters in the book and the crazy lives that F. Scott and Zelda, his wife, lived. My next recommendation is World War Z by Max Brooks. This fictional book reads like the field notes of a journalist covering the Great Zombie War. The reader learns about the events of the first zombie war by hearing first-hand experiences from different individuals. The reason I pulled this book off my shelf to reread is because there's an interesting juxtaposition to the world's response in the fake zombie crisis and our current epidemic. There are plenty of other great books out there, so give one a try. Trust me, Netflix and Hulu will still be there when you're done reading. Number two, socialize. This one seems a bit ironic, I know, but the best thing you can be doing during our quarantine is staying social. Reach out to friends, family, teachers, neighbors, and see how they're doing. Most of us spend our days text messaging or DMing, but there's something to be said for face-to-face interaction. Recently, my friends and I have been using Marco Polo to send videos of ourselves back and forth. It's a fun and easy way to chat and much more interactive than a simple text. Also, if you haven't had a Zoom game night with your friends, then you are missing out. Remember, it's physical isolation, not social isolation. Number three, find positive news related to our current events. There are plenty of dark and depressing stories about the virus and the toll it's taking on the world. But if you look, you can find some really great stories of people stepping up to help each other out. For example, here in South Florida, we have a brewery called Three Sons. They make the best pizza and the best sticky buns. And recently, they started giving free meals on Sundays to individuals who work in the restaurant industry that have been laid off or lost their jobs due to the closures. All around, there are cool stories of businesses and individuals stepping up to make the best of a bad situation. Number four, go outside. Sit on your porch or backyard or rooftop terrace if that's what you've got and spend some time in the fresh air. 
I personally have been making it a goal to get outside every morning, afternoon, and evening. All I do is sit on my little porch, but it makes the little apartment that I live in seem that much bigger. Number five, dance breaks. I know this one sounds silly, but I think it's the most important one. There is no greater feeling than jumping around like a crazy person, jamming out to some sick tunes. And especially now that there's no one around to judge you, it makes it all that much more fun. Crank up a great song. I recommend Disaster Party by Magic Giant. It's quite fitting and has a great beat. Really, the point is to get out of your head for a minute. So if that's dancing for you, then awesome. But if there are other ways to distract yourself, then go with those. Hopefully you were able to take some or all of these tips and use them to think, feel, and act in a more positive way. Before I go, I want to leave you with a closing challenge. Reach out to someone that you haven't spoken to since this situation started. Ask them these three questions. One, what is your favorite quarantine meme? There are tons and most of them are hilarious. Number two, what is your most used emoji recently? Mine currently is the uh, I'm done with this emoji face, the little lines for eyes and the line for mouth. Yeah, because most of the time I'm kind of done with this whole situation. And number three, what is your favorite part of quarantine? Yes, it's easy to focus on the bads and the borings of this time, but challenge yourself to find the positives in the situation we're in. Thank you again for joining me on our very first episode of Quality Time in Quarantine. Remember, spread positivity and happy thoughts, not a virus. See you next time.